Hello and good festive balls to y'alls. Uh, it's Chris here, finishing up the podcast. Uh, yeah, I've sat on these for a while, and a lot of them were recorded around the hottest time of the year, so you might find us talking about that, despite it being freezing outside now. Well done, me. Um, I've had a lot of stuff going on, and that's why they haven't been out. Uh, but Doctor Who's coming back on January the 1st, and I'd like to clear them all out. So you're getting one a day uh, until the end of the year. <laughs> Uh, and they're all going to have this intro. So if you're here for uh, It Takes You Away or the Battle of Ranscar of Coloss or even, um, you know, Resolution, and you're thinking, I'm missing a couple, go back and have a look. They'll be there. Um, it's been lovely. <laughs> and um, I'll stop this now. Episode. You see me now, veteran of a thousand psychic wars. Um, I did use the recorder the other day because I played on Ramjack Podcast. It's called Ramjack. Yeah. Ram, the Ramjack Podcast. Ramjackpodcast.com. Probably won't keep <laughs> that bit in. Uh, talking about the abominable Dr. Fives. Oh, really? Which is why it's been on my mind recently. That's um, why you said nine shall die during yeah, this. Yeah. Nine killed her. <laughs> nine shall die. What a strange old film. Nine guys. eternities <laughs> in doom. <laughs> So for a, like, it's kind of like a you know a greasy horror film, but with hmm. an, a, an unusual amount of sort of theatricality. I remember, I I was last this time I was watching it because obviously it's it's set in 1929, but it's filmed in 1971. Yeah, and it's a slightly gothic themed revenge fantasy, which makes me think of Phantom of the Paradise. Yeah. It's a film that's only three years older than Phantom of the Paradise, but looks at least 20 years yeah, older, I'll say just in terms of style. Yeah. Just ridiculous to think how near they were to each other. That is surprising. Considering we've been doing this for 10 years. <laughs> I do feel a lot older than I do at the, at the beginning. <laughs> but I think in a, you know, in a good way. <laughs> like, I think so. Like, I think I'm definitely sort of a happier... You do seem to have person, been, and yeah. um, I mean, we could go back and track the entire the entire journey of that if you wanted to. Could do, yeah. There's definitely been some ups and downs uh, for sure. There have been. I remember a big down, and the the reason why a good man goes to war was delayed. <laughs> oh, that was a big down. That might be yeah. the biggest down. I of think all of them. That's up there for sure. Well, I do. Well, I down there, even down there. Well, let's say cheers. Cheers. Well, this is technically well, not really the last episode, but the last episode of series eleven. Yep. Um, so the possibly penultimate episode ever of... What was it called? Doctor Who, the 11th Hour Podcast. It was called The Battle of... Uh, it's the first one I get. It's something out of Colos. Ravnor? Ravcor? Rancor? It's not Rancor. I had it. Yeah. Rascor? Rascor, I think it is, yeah. Av Colos. Colos. So as we said, not the best episode name. No, but... I tell you what, um, hello, it's the 11th Hour Podcast, you know the drill by now, yeah. this is an episode, we go on. Yeah, um, we're, we're at my, um, yes. for, for the next four days at least, my current flat in, in Leightonstone. Um, so this is the furthest east we've recorded. 
I think you're right. It's uh, absolutely right. Yeah, it's, 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 it can't possibly be have been the time we were further east unless we were on holiday, which we were haven't been together Correct. really. Um, oh, how, have you recorded from France? No, I don't believe so. Oh, like on Skype. Okay, in that case, this is the furthest east. But we did manage okay. to sneak in here before I moved out, so that we can add it to. Mm. You know, how many different places we've recorded. Yeah, I haven't been no. listing them or anything like that. No. And we have a plan for resolution, the upcoming fight, the special, which uh, the, with the last episode, which would have had us recording, I think, even slightly further east, but that's right, yeah. not, that is unlikely to come to pass, so that'll be at my place. Yes. <laughs> but anyway, we came here. The acoustics of the room are completely different. So, I ah, guess... I set off the input light of the um, <laughs> thing as well. So, on the actual recording... That might just be a big block of square. Also, I've now got ringing in my right ear. <laughs> this is, this room is really... Oh yeah, I flamed my own dad, as yeah. I say. Um, this room really responds to... Um, I wonder if it's because... Well, I mean, I did have a lot more cardboard boxes and like packing yeah. materials in here that must have been soaking up some... I guess so. You know, sound. But, you know, I guess Joe, Joe and Chris aficionados can enjoy the slightly different... Ambiance of this recording. Um, another thing I might have noticed is we're back in stereo today for this episode only because Ooh. we are using the old Roland um, recorder again. Hello there, I'm over here. Um, rather than the, the Blue Yeti microphone in a monophonic style that we've been doing directly into an iPad. The iPad's here. Mm-hmm. Um, it was carrying the microphone that was the big old bastard. Yeah. So I didn't bother. I just oh, brought the, um, brought the recorder I mean, with this me. This one does fine. In fact, I've got a recorder here that we could have used. You have. And, um, which showed up in Halloween 2018. I was what yeah, Some kind of Zoom watching. HN. Yeah, exactly, a Tascam, right? Uh, and it should be here. People who like the sound of um, hardware recorders. Yeah, there we go. Oh, that's a Tascam yeah. DR. It's a chunky bastard. Makes mine yeah. look like a toy. Um, it does all right. I recorded some. As I said, mine does. on it, which you li- I mine, made you listen. Mine to. looks like a, a full of shave, full of shave electric shaver. <laughs> Especially with the the microphone foils at the top. Yeah, I think it's a neat little neat little recorder. It's good. It's served it us. You well. It's served yeah. us well, and I am sure it will continue to do so in some fashion. I'm sure too. So, um, especially now they've released the um, iPad OS that enables you to just plug um, SD card readers into the thing. Oh wow! And operate almost like a computer might do. <laughs> finally, and indeed, like pretty much every other tablet on any other kind of um, system. Hooray! Hooray! Well, uh, <laughs> good. So, um, the Battle of Rascor Av. Rans. I think Rans- it's Ranscor. I think you're now right. Now I think about it. Ranscor Av. Coloss. There's a fantastic sci-fi idea in it, yeah. Which is the um, pulling planets out of their orbit and compressing them down to immense size, so the devastating gravitational power held in place by unimaginable technology can power an immensely, you know, well, power-hungry device. Yeah, that's a good idea, isn't it? Yeah, I quite like the Ux as an idea. Ah, I, I was about enough. to be, I was about to be sarky. Oh yeah, because the the reason that idea is good <laughs> is because it was a good idea back when Douglas Adams wrote it in the Pirate Planet. Ah uh, yeah, oh yes, I remember. When the that. pirate captain, after mining a bunch of um, planets, compressed them down but maintained the density of the planets and held them in a kind of stasis field. You're right. So that he could did um, he could power a slow time machine to keep one person like forever alive in the last second of their life. 
like and using an unimaginable amount of energy to mm. do it. That's how he did it. So um, that's why that's a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, completely yeah. borrowed from a much better writer. I did, think... but a much more undisciplined writer. That is true. Um... Also, speaking of Douglas Adams, I've had like, lots of things recently about Richard Dawkins going to do talks in really horrible places for horrible people. I'm like, I'm kind of glad Douglas Adams is dead now. <laughs> isn't alive to see this. Or either, well, for two reasons. Either I'm glad he isn't alive to see this, or I'm glad he's not going and doing these yes, talks yes. for the same people. Yeah. Good Lord. It's like, I can't believe he met my wife, his wife at my birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> So um, that is that is a true fact. Uh, I believe that you met yeah, Lord. Lord at, at Douglas Adams' birthday party because they were much shorter than Douglas Adams and Stephen Fry who were having a conversation. Yeah, and the tyrant who were both. Oh, like how do we talk like, to these impossibly tall men? Well, they were just like mind. they just happened to talk to each other because like they couldn't, you know. <laughs> um, I keep wanting to show you as a YouTube channel. I can't remember his surname. His name's Glenn. He's a Canadian man who makes uh, who does cooking things. He like yeah. tries to recreate old Coke recipes and KFC's secret recipe and things like that. Yeah. And he looks like Richard Dawkins. He's, oh, right. I, I just, I, before I learned his name, I was like, Rachel, why do you want to watch Canadian Richard Dawkins <laughs> making cream soda again? There was a guy in the doctors this morning that if I would have been feeling very rude, I would have asked him, asked him how the fried chicken business was going. Because <laughs> he had a bit of an English Colonel Sanders look going. <laughs> Good Lord. Um, yeah, I kind of... We will get onto the subject I eventually, was, I was but it's a very low-key one. It is surprising. Not could... in a bad way. Like I remember when they were always big and epic and right, stupid. And I'm like, no, it doesn't need to be like and that. I kind of wondered how it was going to work in this season, because it has been quite standalone-y. Mm-hmm. The fact that the that Simshaw was the uh, villain in this one was not a surprise, to be honest, because I thought, well... They mentioned like he played quite a role in the first episode, and then yeah. they did. The Stenzar got mentioned in another episode that I don't recall mm. which one it was. I can't offend either. Um, it might have been. Oh shit! The, one, the other one with a dumb name, <laughs> but it might not have been the Saranga conundrum. Yeah, it was in another one. Let's just let's just gotcha. Um, Essentially, what they did with him here, and I think I sort of vaguely hinted at it when we were doing this, and when we were doing Rosa about who you were going to see yeah. return, is this is what I thought they were going to do with the evil Leaper, a time racist, like he oh, gets yes, sent yes. off like just into into time, like possibly into the past. I can't remember. Yeah, I think they do. Just we send don't really back know. Into the past, and yeah. like. It's the exactly racist, the same. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they could have just called it that. <laughs> they shouldn't have, because that would have made the episode about him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now, the moment I've applied a second thought, yeah. to, a second of thought to that. Um, so yeah, um, it's it's not a surprise, perhaps, but it, it's handy. It arrives exactly the right place to find like. Possibly the two most powerful individuals and in the entire universe, and extremely believe. gullible. Yeah, while the universe provides, I quite like that he said that, and then the doctor later on was going mm. like, "Come on, universe, um, provide for me." <laughs> I'm doing the, doing yeah, the I do like because I, you know, it was going to be a lot of fidget they noises. brought him back, but I also like that you know, even though Earth is threatened. Towards mm. the end, I do like that it's not like a massive, like high stakes, like the whole of time. It's really this. weird you don't have any action on Earth at all, any reaction to yeah. what's going on. Is this enveloping thing doing any damage while it's doing that? Are people even aware it's going on? I it's, guess we'll never know. <laughs> I guess we will never 
No. Yeah, there are a lot of good ideas in here. Like the plan. I mean, again, like the planet that kind of messes with your mind and makes you yeah. forget things. Makes you volatile. Not. Uh, I'm sure there's been other variations of the same thing. I mean, the planet Solaris in Solaris is kind of like that as mm. well, in that it messes with. Oh, by the way, um, I, I talked about on the previous episode the a stage production of Solaris. Yes. I said with Hugo Weaving. Uh, it's not too exciting because Hugo Weaving's portion is pre-filmed. Oh, I see. <laughs> so he will be played in, I'm guessing he's like a video message. Yeah, that sounds... But it's like he, you won't be seeing Hugo Weaving for your for your Hammersmith Lyric Theatre. Fair enough. I have seen feet. a couple of uh, reasonably well-known actors in the flesh in plays. Hmm. Uh, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross had right. Chris, uh, Christian Slater in it. All right, it's not, not Kevin Spacey. No, no, no thankfully not. Hmm. Um, and I think maybe... No, I did I have to look up with uh, Christian Slater is definitely in it. And I went to see another play, his name I've forgotten, which had F. Murray Abraham in. Nice. I got to see him live on stage. I saw Sylvester McCoy. Prior, like prior to Doctor Who, I believe oh, he right. was the Pied Piper. Um, in the you end, arse end of the eighties. You made a good point that the the establishing shot of uh, Ransom <laughs> Avcolas looks like a kind of. It looks pretty much like what they were trying to do in Time of the Rani. Mm. But it's like, oh, I get the idea. You know, like it's nice to see it well realized. Yeah. Also, when they're going through, you know, the um, the ruined, you know, war zone of the planet, and then it's like. It's like, oh yes, we will go to the ship, sort of the ship from arrival via yeah. the genesis of the Daleks kind of yeah. war zone. <laughs> it's alright. I don't know why it made me think of Halo, because the thing in Halo is nothing like that. It's a Halo, it goes all the way around the planet. But maybe there's other yeah, like the orbital uh, ones. And, you know, I do like a weird models. vertical ship, things that are yeah, yeah. All, um, I know I don't talk much about Firefly, but the, um, the bad guy ships in that, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. tall, they're like office blocks. They're like, instead of really imposing. Yeah. I'm, I have to say, I'm still not entirely sure why there are all the crash ships there and what the battle that they're talking about I, I was. think it's a whole endgame situation. Like, yeah. over the, over oh, the right, 3,000 yeah. years, especially since he's been nicking planets and stuff to build and it, that's what, um, people have become aware that he's building this yeah, terrifying super weapon and they've tried yeah. to stop him. Um, and it hasn't been enough. Paltracky's name, by the way, I remembered because I was like, oh, it sound, sounds like a guy that you'd get to find your friends. Friends. <laughs> Paltracky. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going re- <laughs> to... I need a stupid mnemonic, otherwise I'm absolutely going to forget his name. Yeah, I can't remember his first name, though. It was like Gaston or... Yeah. God, God, there was a G. There was a G yeah. in there. G, pal. Tracky. Um, yeah, I mean, I kind of like that it wasn't super huge stage, but it was a bit kind of... Mm. First time I saw it, yeah. didn't like it very yeah. much. I literally only remembered that um, Sim Shah was back. That yeah. was it. That was yeah. the only thing I remembered about it. And Mark Addy was in it. Yeah. That's a lot. Um, Bradley Walsh being great again. Another side of him that we've not really seen before when he's yeah, just sort but, of quite quietly Yes, but terrifying. very in keeping. Yeah. Uh, and like he's, he's never, he's never seems unreasonable. No. And that's the problem with the weird morality of Doctor Who because um, regardless of the possibility that this is a, a, the the evil guy might escape later on like the pure intent of the imprisoning is to keep him in perpetual like isolation um, what's the word I'm after uh, like solitary confinement yeah, yeah, yeah. for eternity and that's meant to be the more humane option than just blasting that, him yeah. in the bonds but they kind of said that it was like a stasis chamber in which case he doesn't he's not going to be 
Yeah, but he's at the, uh, he's got a yeah. hand up at the end and that. If you'd asked me before about whether I wanted to see that character return, before I rewatched the episode today, yeah. and in fact again today, I've watched that twice today. So. <laughs> um, it's alright. <laughs> yeah, I, I said gonna, I didn't mind. Bless you. I was gonna thank you. I was gonna ask you to sort of lead on it because I'm I'm afraid I'm I've been really deep in packing stuff this week. That's I also fine. I basically came back from my stag do exhausted, you know, mm-hmm. slept, and then I had to get right, you know, right back into... I understand. Packing all, so I was like, oh, Chris Chris has seen it three times, he can talk about That's it. That's true, but I, again, I only remembered literally one thing about it from the first time, so yeah. <laughs> we're not doing so well. But um, if there's one thing we have, uh, this has been typified, the uh, output of the podcast this year, it's that we don't really care <laughs> We love well, the listeners, we just... And we, you know, we're still enjoying the programme. What we yeah. don't love anymore is the effort. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that about sums up. Um, it's fine. I'm spending most of my time now doing music for the next podcast I'm going to be doing. I don't know if you heard any of that. Uh, no, you did send it and I didn't That's get fine. around to listening. I think you passed what you played me just on your iPad. Oh, yes. Yeah. I did do some things. Um, anyway... Um, if, uh, before I forget that track, if you ask me if I'd like to see Zimjar yeah. return, I'm not sure that I do, but that yeah. doesn't mean I dislike what I've had, especially this time round. I thought it was he was a mu- more interesting, more interesting, and he took, you get a much better sense of the performance of the actor whose yeah. name is like Samuel Oatley or Oakley. Uh, we again, we used to go out of our way to know these things beforehand, but now we don't. Um, He's really good. He is very good. <laughs> very and I think the character is more, has more kind of to do in this episode. Or Which is weird, yeah. considering it, all he's doing is enacting a, a very petty revenge <laughs> on, a, on a planet. Not even the home planet of the person he's annoyed at, yeah. let's say. Um, well, that's already gone, spent, I think. Oh, it's or, back, remember. Yeah, but is it? I can't. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, it's back. He's been there. He went there again as the twelfth Doctor. It's back. Okay. I don't, is it? Yes. <laughs> I don't remember these things because the I don't. Well, I guess the Doctor's just not that bothered about going back. Yeah, it was never destroyed in the first place. It just got got hidden away. Oh, right. But like, it's kind of hidden in a way that you can't really get to it, except when they come breathe new lives through. No. Uh, yeah. Okay. So there's some confusing aspects. But anyway. Yeah, I there. think that was the. It's like it's like it's sort of there, but you can't get to it. It's unclear. But anyway. So yeah, he's just been spending three thousand years. Being all fucked up from yeah. DNA bombs and exacting <laughs> this one petty revenge in a really bizarre high tech way that he stole from a, a late seventies Doctor Who episode <laughs> that presumably metafictionally <laughs> fell through. <laughs> like, other than that, all the Ux could see all realities at once. Yeah, and like... that itself is the Ux Bridge. I knew I'd land there eventually. <laughs> it, I, I'm, I'm not going to beat your joke, which was fantastic. Something about being uh, exhausted. I yeah. believe it was. That was after Delph was doing his thing. See, I remember Delph. I don't remember Phyllis Logan's And Dinio. And Dinio, there we go. Bring on the fizz, please. I don't know, I didn't know why I summoned you to hand over the drink that you bought. Like, right. Hand it over, peasant. Well, it's for it's for the both of us. Phyllis, what's it? Phyllis Logan? Logan, that's it. Yeah. For, but you said from down Nabby. Yeah, I. It took me a little while because obviously she looks a little different. She's not doing quite an out, uh, as strong a Scottish accent. Oh, I see. 
Um, she's very Scottish in, in dancing and ambit, but I suspect that's a natural act or she can either that or she can do it extremely well hmm. um, again then again I'm no I'm no expert but sounds good enough to me so um, yeah sniper, sniper bots as well they were yeah. in the ghost monument which got referenced for no real reason in this episode yeah, it's like, yeah also, that was that was another episode of the season because I I was thinking, were sniper bots anything to do with Tim Shaw before? And they weren't. I, I, I really try not to call him Tim Shaw. I don't know why. Yeah. It's that like I'm like respecting the name of an <laughs> alien dictator, but like a, a, a fictional alien dictator. Yeah, well. he wasn't a dictator before, but yeah. I think he. You could arguably say he has become one in the interim. And he, well, he was, and he was certainly only a trying di- to a dictator to two people but two people <laughs> with unimaginable power yeah and plus he had all those people kind of locked you know locked oh, yeah, away yeah. so um however it's it's not him I'm respecting it's everyone else who <laughs> goes by a different name than the yeah, one that yeah. etc um anyway I went I, um, I went I, woke for a second except I don't say woke of course that's cultural appropriation I uh, yes I I understand what you <laughs> what you're getting at uh, yeah, and it was weird that the subtitles call him Tim. I mean, I guess that is what the characters are saying. They they are saying Tim Shaw, sure. and yeah. then when he speaks, it comes up Zim Shaw. It's like, well, <laughs> good as long as the the caps, you know, the captions are accurate. That's extremely confusing. Yeah. Um, the moment I said where they got the uh, subtitles wrong wasn't the bit that it was clear when they they said about the Earth having seven million lives <laughs> instead of billion. That she clearly says billion, but yeah. also. That's an easy fact check, isn't it? That it's probably <laughs> closer to 7 billion than 7 million. But I don't know. I wonder when the Earth had... What year the Earth had roughly 7 million humans on it. Mm. Uh, it's a long, old time, I guess. Well, it's probably... Yeah, I guess You so. never know. It's, population expansion has been pretty rapid, so... Um, and it was... The, anyway, it was the bit after um, everyone but Graham had left the, um, the stasis yeah. chamber section and Ryan is subtitled as saying something like... Graham waiting now or something yeah. like that and I think it, it's not that but I think it, maybe it's like Graham we're here now or something like that but I thought for a second he was he was doing a full on grace and he was just like Graham O'Dowd oh, <laughs> like, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like doing the, a, like a slightly frustrated full yeah, naming yeah. And that would have been that would have been lovely I did really like his line I mean uh, I mean, I do get sometimes a bit tired of the old morality thing when it's like, oh, if you kill him, you'll be just the sh- same as him. It's like, I'm not sure that's like... Like, true. I think, yeah, this, well, there are so... Eventually you reach a point where someone... <laughs> like, if you just leave them kicking about in the universe, they're going to do terrible things, yeah. and you have no physical ability to constrain them or, like, sanction them to prevent them doing these yeah. things. Yeah. If the only option available to you is to... For utter termination... I don't know because a lot of uh, there's a lot of justification about things. Um, I think maybe if you felt like you couldn't do it, that was fine. I think in this extremely over the top scenario that is not applicable to anything that has happened on (laughs) Earth ever, sure, sure. But I I was going to say, I did like Graham's line. You know, when they're talking about what Grace would want, he's like, you know what Grace would want is she would want to be alive. (laughs) She loved being alive. She was really good at it. Which is true. I yeah. like I like it when people enjoy life. Some people are, I think, better at uh, being alive. <laughs> yes, they absolutely are. And like, I don't mean that as a no judge, necessarily like a judgment. Um, and I'm not. Oh, we're falling over happy. ourselves hugely today. 
Yeah, I'm. Next, you're going to be like, oh, you can't say anything these days. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. The most discriminated <laughs> group. I can't even say it. No. Without laughing, and that's probably, <laughs> probably a good sign. Um, I don't know if you uh, just going off topic again. I, I, I sent you and our friends in our little Facebook chat some old cassettes I'd found. Cassettes yeah. of me mm-hmm. as a child playing the organ and speaking yes, in a did. silly, slightly posh voice that I had. I did listen to those. Yeah. I found another one from when I was about 15 and I put it in and turned it on. It's just like a tape of me doing like a one-man what you would think of as a podcast now. I'm just talking yeah. Yeah. for an audience of nobody on this cassette. <laughs> And I said the most fucking outrageous thing. <laughs> Turned it off, pulled that tape back out again. I'm like, I'm not listening to that. Oh, what I'm a little bastard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a guy so, thing years. Well, I think that that was um, a good old while ago. And it was at least 26 years, 27 years. I think it's all right too. I mean, I'm pr- I'm pretty certain I said some dumb shit at fifteen. I said some dumb shit on this very podcast. <laughs> yeah, and done some very stupid voices. That is I'm true. F- I'm incredibly embarrassed about it. I know, but I think you know. I like. To, I think we've learned. You know, we've learned, and we. I like to think we've sort of grown as people, well, yeah, not not just like physically. <laughs> I've certainly, yeah, <laughs> yeah. certainly grown in that way. <laughs> You've grown a beard. That's true. I'm probably not that much larger than I was, but you know it, it goes, it fluctuates. It does. I'm going to reach over for my drink again. Talk about the episode, Joe. <sighs> I'm trying. <laughs> right, talk about moving. Talk about Tampa. I'm looking forward to being there. Nice. Not just because I don't have to record this goddamn podcast anymore. <laughs> no, I'm, this is like this is not even a, like it was good so good that there's not much to say about it this is a kind of like it was it was fine and like some stuff happened I mean a lot of it is them just going what happened here yeah what happened and then you find out what happened there and it was like oh okay that's what happened it's, it's... like has like has happened many a time this series uh, my initial uh, thought about it back in the day was I actually thought I didn't like it very much uh, and unlike some others where I've gone actually that was brilliant um, I don't think it's brilliant but I do think it's Good. Um, again, on a visual, on a technical level, I oh, can't fantastic. afford it. Looks beautiful. Yeah, it's the best the show has looked. I think as a like consistently. Yeah, and I feel like it has like a, a like a different like it has like a different palette kind of this season mm-hmm. and different just a different way it looks and but it's kind of consistent across um, the episodes and whatever they they're doing with like the colours or the filters and stuff is really yeah and it is it's more in keeping with like. What you, you produce for American television in a sci-fi mm-hmm. yeah. thing, which you know we can't even begin to compete with you know, on a budgetary scale. Oh, so how they yeah. how they're achieving it, I do not know. And I think it's it might be the case of a, a number of like the effects houses severely undercutting themselves just so they could like work on the show. Yeah, it could well be. Um, oh yeah, wouldn't wouldn't surprise me. Either. God, I did have a point about. It. So it just slipped through my fingers. Oh, no. I think I found the resolution where it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of glad. I like that the TARDIS has to gets to sort of do something in a way because I kind of like mm. not the TARDIS as a character per se, but like as a as a force within the series. I think it's quite interesting, and I like when they mm. 
kind of remember that like it's psychic and it has all this other yeah I'm not sure I particularly love just like oh well how are we going to return these planets it's like oh well we'll just get the TARDIS to do it <laughs> I, I do like TARDIS as a character I know you, yeah. we, we, we may end up talking about the Doctor's wife yeah here. I do prefer a slightly more esoteric absolutely yeah like I know it's not popular but um, Eve of Destruction a two part uh, Eve William oh Hartnell, yes yes where, one, they... where it turns out there's there's just, what it's a really shit resolution that, like, there's a spring and a f- fast return button and the thing that's stuck down. Yeah. And the TARDIS is trying to say, like, there's something slightly wrong, but, mm. like, it doesn't have the vocabulary to do it. So it starts, like, affecting people's minds instead. Yeah. And, oh, it's weird. It's weird and creepy. And Susan gets to threaten people with scissors <laughs> and stuff. And there's a melted clock. It's good. Yeah, it's one of those just like I didn't think I've seen it, but I feel like I've ne- oh, talked no, about okay. it and I've read about it. And it's so only, I feel like I've seen only two episodes of yeah. like less than twenty-five minutes a piece. You could clear it down pretty quick. I certainly could. If I could find my copy of uh, the beginning box set, I don't know where it is. Oh wait, maybe I have seen it. It's, it's difficult to. Oh, I used it's, to have it's the other one in the beginning. Yeah, 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 Unearthly yeah. Child of the Daleks and Edge of Destruction. I probably have seen it because I did have that box set, cool. and I, I I remember watching. At least some of those ones with you, all of the Daleks, and maybe the first episode of An Unearthly Child. Uh, yeah, at least watch that. The rest yeah. of it's all right, but it's mostly caveman politics. Yeah, it's a very strange game of UG. <laughs> uh, so there you go, uh, Mark Addy. Um, very good. Not, yeah, kind of a thankless role. Not much to do. Mostly him remembering that he has anything to remember. Yeah, and go. Oh, it's all coming back. But I think, no, for that he did it well. I was going to say, I like. I thought it was really good that when Delph goes, you know, the the arc's going to the TARDIS and the Doctor says, oh, I'm sure this is way beyond your comprehension. Yeah. Like, oh, dimensionally trans- trans- <laughs> transcendent. Except then there's no reaction to that. Yeah. At all, which is a bit odd. Also, I know that was a very common description of the TARDIS back in the day. The, mm. Either dimensionally transcendent or transcendental, depending I on think. who you ask. Uh, I'm, has it been in the new series as a way of describing it? Maybe there was a bit uh, where Rory for... saw it for the first time, and he had he like had loads of weird stuff he'd read up about things. So he's like, "Oh yeah, I get it. It's because of this." <laughs> and like the Doctor was slightly annoyed <laughs> because it was Rory. <laughs> yeah, I mean, why wouldn't you be? <laughs> <laughs> Rory could sod off. Um, uh, we can't call it there, surely. I mean, we. Can, I mean, we've established that we can kind of do anything that we like. I was just checking how long we've been going. It's like, oh, it's a half hour. <laughs> we could call it there and then like slam it into resolution. I could could as well a, do. As a special. I mean, I don't know if you've actually released any of the ones that we've. Nope. Oh, yes. <laughs> so. Uh... Yeah, could well. I mean, it was quite a kind of a lightweighty kind of. It was. Listen, um, Joe, I'm going to make the decision that we call this one short. Yeah. And uh, the listener will either know by this point whether it's got resolution on the end or not. Yeah. So, will it have a resolution or will it have resolution? We will find out. So, the Battle of Rascal. Of course. Okay. Ranscor. Ranscor. Or is, am I getting confused with the Rancor from Return of the fucking Jedi? And then I keep thinking of the Phantom of Crancor and it's like, Joe, your mind's (laughs) going in a completely incorrect (laughs) direction. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait, one more. (laughs) Um, 
Yeah, it was alright. I think that as good as this series has been, it does seem like the, the individual Chris Chibnall episodes are kind of... Alert! Ranscore. Ranscore, Ranscore. of Coloss. I'd say the least kind of exciting have been the, the solo Chib- Chibnalls, unless yeah. I'm forgetting one, but like... Uh, Woman Who Fell to Earth, Ghost Monument, mm-hmm. this... Saranga Conundrum. Saranga Conundrum. Saranga was Kablam. quite good. I don't think he was... Or maybe he was Kablam. Whatever. I've just had like, fucking TARDIS wiki open. I could have checked. But anyway, uh, and he, his name is on Rosa. I don't yeah. know. If I, uh, um, he certainly helped out with it. Yeah, certainly did. Um, yeah, I suppose it's a bit difficult when you don't have like a, an ongoing plot. And if you don't want to make the last episode like... You know, super high stakes. I know but... what it, I know what that's like. <laughs> <laughs> I know this isn't the last episode, or is it? It might be. It might have the end tacked on. <sighs> Anything can happen in the last season. By yeah. which I mean, it, a lot of things won't happen. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to move on and then watch like Maniac Cop or Vamp with you or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah. I do like That's watching... not slang. There's a movie called Vamp. Joe, I'm going to vamp with <laughs> yeah. you later. Let's get the piano. All right. Just the vamp now. So, yeah, I'm going to make an executive decision that we're going to be talking about Red Square F. Collins. I mean, we can waffle on for some more. I think if we stop trying to talk about the episode, we could waffle on about anything else. Yeah. But, you know... I did like, um, you look in a bad way, whereas I've got a new coach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was good. That's a very doctory kind of line as well. So, I do like this doctor. I've mm. got the hang of it. I've got the hang pretty quick. Well, yeah, yeah, that's a weird thing to say. I'm just finding words to fill the space. Is all... Yeah, I know. We can do a more of a retrospective on the, you know, the series and whatnot I next week so. or right, or next or right now, depending on. Like, like, let's. I on. think we'll call this a halt. We'll have a slightly, let's have a slightly bigger one on Sunday. Yeah. At a time of recording. Yes. <laughs> and then maybe it will be on this episode. How do you feel about maybe. that? I think this has been this is going to be a disappointingly short. But this is what happens when we're recording in a bedroom. Yeah. We get the really, really like a short emergency episode. Everything's disappointingly short in the bedroom. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, also, I was. I, I, you know, I am a bit knackered. It's, it's not even. He is. He looks dreadful. I don't <sighs> thanks. Whereas you've got a new. Oh yeah. Uh, it's not like it doesn't sound that big, but like not long before you came around, like I had to shift like three large boxes downstairs. Oh, I had to pack them up first, and it's a weird get them, tape them, oh, and just you, yeah. His 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 language use is <laughs> come appalling. It's so strange. The walls are covered in skinned goats. <laughs> not the skins of skinned goats, mind you. The skin. <laughs> Would you like to know what I do with the skins? <laughs> They're all over the garden. Someone really wants me to look at my phone. By yeah. the way, well, so I'm going to do that. Call too. it an end, and then you can go look at your phone. I'll do that. Run score of colours. Not blown up, but I don't know why I did that. That was night boat to Cairo and not one step beyond. Oh well, madness. Very good. Well, I'm enjoying all the all the things that you're saying. Okay. I mean, you know, that's good. You get to hear more of them in a minute when we stop recording and watch something. 
All right, everyone, the sorry this has been disappointing, but um, I think it's in keeping with the episode, which was not disappointing itself, just a bit... Uh, you know, there wasn't a lot, there wasn't a huge amount yeah. to it, yeah. Perfectly fine. Yeah, good, en- good enough. Just like you, <laughs> listener, you're perfectly fine. Oh. Fucking hell, someone, what is going on with my chats? I guess you'll have to go find out, Chris, I you? will have to, maybe I'm being commissioned to write more amazing music for people. I bet I'm not. <laughs> love you. But I hope you are. All right, love you. <laughs> See you soon. Bye. Right.